When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It's always game day in Cleveland. We love having you on board. He is Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. All right, we've gone through, I think, about 16, 17, maybe even 18 what-ifs, much we're, like much yeah, like we're Marvel. Yeah, 15 in officially. Yeah. Now, I don't know if, um, you know, Captain America, you know, if Captain America would have been, what was the equivalent? It was the British. It, it was, um, what did they call Captain her? Captain Marvel? Captain Marvel? No, it was Captain no. Carter. Oh, Captain, Captain Carter. Carter. Thank it, was Peggy, you. it was Peggy Carter was the first Avenger rather than Steve Rogers in episode right. one of What If. Look at that. Meredith Cade coming in. Yeah. I have to. I'm also the big Marvel fan. This is why I was so excited for this episode because I'm also a massive Marvel fan. We've been talking about this episode for weeks and I'm so excited that we're doing it. Okay. So wait, is there a what if we have, we have one more big what if. Is there a what if we, you want before we, we get have, to the big Well, one? actually we have two what ifs to go. Oh, I thought we had one. Okay, no, go ahead. We've got two, two what ifs to go. Okay, does Meredith, but does Meredith have a what if for us? Ooh, you think about it. We'll do yeah. the next. Day. That's a tough one. Yeah, I. Sure. Let me. Let me let think me on think that. About it I'll we'll think about it. I have. I have one in mind, but I want to see if you guys get to it first. All okay. Right. All right. Here. Here we go. Here we go. All right. All right go ahead. Go. I thought we had one big one left. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Move right. two. Oh no no! I've got two big ones. They're okay, both. Let's go. They are both gigantic. Okay. Huge. What if the Browns beat the Chiefs and advanced to the AFC championship game? Well, first of all, they should have beat the Chiefs. Let's start there. That, yeah, that what if Holmes was out. Yeah. Um, yeah. How did they not win that game? That's my first thought. Why didn't they? Uh, they couldn't get a stop on fourth down. Next question. Yeah, but I mean, they still should. I mean, how did the defense let that? I mean, one. Uh, and, and you know, the 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 crazier what if there is that we never get into the questions about Baker Mayfield. Like Baker's the guy. All right. So if they win, then they end up. Uh, man, I can't remember who did the Chiefs beat in the AFC Championship game. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Was it uh, Buffalo? Was it Buffalo? Uh, I think it was. was. I think it was Buffalo too. Would the Browns have beat Buffalo? Wow. Okay, let's start there. I don't know. You would have had Baker v. Josh Allen. Yeah, I mean that's the game that everybody wanted, right? Yeah, it's the game we still want, but we'll never get. <laughs> now you'll get it with Carolina. Um. Oh boy. 
Um, yeah, they the 38-24. Yeah, that game was a blowout. I forgot about that. Yeah, the Browns make the Super Bowl. Oh, boy. The Browns make the Super Bowl that year. And then, do they win the Super Bowl? I don't know, Daryl. Do they win the Super Bowl? No, I, I don't. I don't think. I don't. Yeah, I. I don't even think that they beat the Bills in the AFC Championship game. I think the Bills would have advanced to the Super Bowl that year. Yeah, I just, I'm just, I'm trying to close my eyes and think if they could beat Tom Brady, right? Yeah, no. That, that's, <laughs> and I would say no. All right. No. That was a star-studded one. They, they, they could not. They couldn't beat Patrick Mahomes backup. What makes you think they were going to beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl? Well, but the what if is if they won. So if they would have been again, I, 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 I know. I, I keep forgetting you're the Browns' homer. So <clears throat> I, I will say this: the, the what if is is that Baker Mayfield. There's no question about Baker Mayfield getting the contract extension. If they beat yeah. Kansas City, I think he gets it, and everything that's happened moving. And forward. then my next what if become becomes easier and pretty much moot point, but. The, the, the final what if that I came up with, what if Baker Mayfield underwent the season ending shoulder surgery following that loss to the Cardinals in which he not only separated his shoulder again, but also broke the bone. What if he just said, you know what? I'm going to get that thing sewn back together and I will see y'all in 2022. What happens? I still think they go out and get Deshaun Watson if they have the chance. Although... I also think a lot of ways that I, you can answer this question by saying, who is Lamar Jackson, right? Because Lamar got hurt and he was up and down all season. And he, he you know, he, but they never, you know, the contract was out there. But remember, there were three guys going into the season that we were all talking about contracts Baltimore, Buffalo, and Cleveland. And the only one that got one was Josh Allen. Right. And so I think that if, um, if he doesn't play, I, I, here's what I think. I think if he doesn't play and has the surgery, things are much more mellow about him coming back. They still bring him back. He may not have had the long-term extension. He might still be playing for this last year. But I also think that the Browns aren't, you know, I think that when Deshaun Watson told them, no, he wasn't coming, I think they would have backed off. What do you think? Yeah, I I 100% agree with you. And I think that the fact that as we have talked about on previous podcasts, when Baker put that statement out and was just basically like, peace out, then Andrew Berry was like, yeah, we really need to make this happen with Deshaun. And that's when he got Deshaun's people back on the phone that Friday morning and said, uh, how about 230 fully guaranteed million dollars? Will that get it done? And then <laughs> Deshaun's agent was like, uh, I'm going to talk to my client and I'll be right back with you. And then five minutes later, yeah, go ahead and give the Texans a call. We'll make this happen. So I, I, I do think that if he has the shoulder surgery, a lot of the stuff that snowballed last year, I'd still say though, the Odell situation and the fact that Baker was unable to make it work with one of the premier receivers in the game was a major, major strike against him. And it also divided that locker room quite a bit. And a lot Dude, of why? Why? And, why? Well, because, why, because why Odell couldn't they work it out. Well, because Odell was one of the most beloved players on I mean, nobody, nobody has a bad word to say about Odell Beckham Jr. in the National Football League. Maybe outside of Baker Mayfield. Nobody. You talk to anyone in the NFL, they absolutely adore Odell. He's 
uh, a thoughtful, generous teammate. Obviously, he's he's got incredible talent. Um, but I do think that had Baker shut it down, it would have made it a lot easier for the Browns to bring him back. But because that entire season deteriorated, and it you know from Odell having to be released to Baker, you know week in and week out, is he going to play? Can he play? Um, how good can he play because he's playing hurt? All those questions just every single week, right? It was just, it was a, a vicious cycle of the same thing over and over again. It's like the definition of insanity, right? Doing the same right. thing over okay. and over again, expecting different results. And then the other thing that I don't think sat very well was when after the Pittsburgh game and Baker calls out the, the blocking protections, you go back and you watch that game. Like there are dudes wide open. And you're at seven Mississippi and the ball is still in Baker's hands and he can't see anything and because he's, you know, focused on playing with the pain. Right. And I'm, I'm not criticizing, but that's just the reality, right? The pain's affecting how he's playing and how he's reading the field and what he's doing. And then he goes in after the game and goes all in on Kevin Stefanski's, Kevin Stefanski's game plan. Right. Well, and then says, well, we'll see if I'm going to play the season finale. I got to talk to my people. And then they have the conversation. He decides he's not going to play. That also didn't sit well in the locker room, too. So I just I, I think that in some respects, Baker made it real easy for the Browns to move on from him. But, yeah, those are my those are my 17 what ifs. And I think Andy Baskin had about eight that he was able to throw in. So <laughs> I've got two. I've got two more for you if you guys want to. Right. OK, can, can I just one more thing? I was just on Baker, yeah. it, the Duke Johnson deal. Right. Yes. And oh, when Baker God. didn't want to play and I was just like, is this the same guy that was talking about Duke Johnson? Right. That was the hard part as well. OK, go ahead, Meredith. All right. So two very quick what ifs from modern Browns history. Okay. 2018, the rumors that were gaining a lot of steam running up to the draft was that the Browns, Browns were going to select Sam Darnold. What if the rumors were true? What if they had selected Sam Darnold? Um, we'd be in the same place with less drama. Daryl? Yeah, 100%. I, I think Sam Darnold would have flamed out here spectacularly. Would have been worse than where he ended up. All right, second what if from modern day Browns history. What if Deshaun Watson settled his lawsuits earlier and went to the Miami Dolphins? We uh, Baker Mayfield would still be our quarterback. 100%. Yep. Do you think the Browns would be pursuing someone like Jimmy Garoppolo? Do you think they would have tried to get Derek Carr? Yes, I think that they would have still tried to get somebody. But I think ultimately they would have failed in that pursuit. No, no, that's not a shot at Andrew Barry because it takes two to tango here. I just I don't think that the Raiders would have parted with Derek Carr. Um, I, I don't think that maybe they could have gotten Jimmy G. But I think that Andrew Barry's hands might have been tied, and we'd be going into the season with Baker Mayfield as kind of the lame duck quarterback where. Barry Stefanski, everybody in the organization publicly would say, you know, nice positive things about Baker, but behind closed doors, they would be looking at their options for 2023 and what they could or could not be able to do. And the story, uh, and the storyline would be, can Baker earn an extension? Hundred percent, just like yep. it was a year ago. But I also think it would have helped if Baker would have had surgery in the middle of the season. That yeah. would have that would have solidified his return. I, again, I think they put the 
I, I think Jimmy Haslam had his foot on the gas when they wanted to bring in Deshaun, but they weren't. And when Deshaun said no, he probably took his foot off the gas. But then when Baker made a spectacle of it by saying goodbye, I think Jimmy put his foot to the pedal and said, do whatever it takes to get this guy here. Daryl, you concur? And that's exactly what they ultimately ended up doing. Yeah, and- that just it feels that way. At least that's, you know, everything I think. Daryl, it's been fun playing What If. I know you got a little vacation time, so chill, relax, uh, enjoy yourself. And uh, if the Deshaun Watson news breaks, uh, you know. I'm probably going to be like Mike Holmgren sitting in a golf cart with a drink with an umbrella in my hand. And I won't be riding a Harley, though. I don't ride Harleys. uh, Maybe an emergency podcast. I could see you hopping on the phone. I can't see you standing. I I will be poolside. All right there, Mike Holmgren. I'll I'll send you uh, a flower shirt. And and fully lubricated as well for the emergency podcast. And that's a great way to say goodbye for this edition of It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. We want to thank Meredith Kane. It was awesome having her pop in on the last segment as well. So thanks for listening. We're back uh, next week with another edition of It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. Remember, if you like what you're listening to, subscribe. If you want to be a part of the show, all you have to do is hit us up at Game Day CLE on both Twitter and Instagram. It's available to you. Thanks for listening to It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. <laughs>